Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. I'm Tony Camarena. And today we are covering Daredevil, Season 1, Episode 4, In the Blood, which originally premiered on April 10th, 2015. Wow. And as always, <laughs> here's our IMDb summary. Two vicious Russian brothers working for Fisk strike back against Daredevil. Fisk moves to further consolidate his power in the criminal underworld. Dun dun dun! <gasps> um, so before we begin now, before we begin into mm-hmm. the episode, mm-hmm. um, I do not understand why this episode's called In the Blood. Do, do you have any ideas? Nope. Nope, I get nothing. Oh, okay. Um, I tried looking it up. There was a play called In the Blood, uh... That was in the 90s, late 90s. There was a movie titled In the Blood, which came out a year before this aired. So it came out in 2014. Uh, And looking over the plots really quickly, uh, I think it's just like in the thick of it. Like like stuff is going on. People are dying. I I don't know. That's That's my guess. That's all I got. I mean, those line up with what's going to happen in this episode. So... <laughs> That's going to be my goal is to figure out why this is called In the Blood as we record this episode. Okay. But we'll start off with Storyline A about our friends, the Russians. Uh, was it? Oh, I wrote their names down and I can't find it. All right. Well, we oh, started no. off eight years ago. Oh, Anatoly <laughs> and Vladimir. Yeah. Ah, okay. um, we start off eight years ago in uh, Yutkin prisons uh, in Siberia, which, you know, we get the exterior shot of this prison, prison in Siberia, and it's pretty much what I imagine what Siberia looks like <laughs> all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That, but with yeah. Siberian tigers rolling around. Rolling ah. around so. <laughs> so you escape prison just to, just to deal with the tigers. Okay. Ooh. Well, I mean, it's very Alcatraz. You escape Alcatraz um, to deal with the sharks. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get a scene of uh, Anatoly and Vladimir and their friend, who I didn't write down his name. Um, they pretty much plan their escape by making a knife out of the ribs of their former cellmate, which is pretty <laughs> hardcore. I've got to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I am curious. Why did they stop at one? No, they got two. Because he made one, oh, and then he ripped, a, he ripped... The ending of the scene is him breaking another one off. Oh, you're right. Okay, I forgot. Okay, yep, you're right. Yes. You're right. <laughs> so you could have made Whoa. a lot for all I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to defeat all the guards... Then you've got to defeat all the saber-toothed tigers. So... <laughs> I, I, would I don't hope know why they changed from Siberian tigers, which are real things, to saber-toothed tigers, which are real extinct things. But <laughs> that makes it better. I mean, they might still be there. No one's really walked around Siberia, right? No. You stay inside okay. or you don't go. <laughs> Those are the two That's options. Right. <laughs> um... I mean, I would assume that if they get 
get rid of the guards, then they can at least upgrade to guns before dealing with the, the saber-toothed tigers. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're dinosaurs now. I think they keep escalating. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, they have this whole thing about how they're going to not go to Moscow, but get to America and live like princes. Princes, not princess. That'd be... Well, I guess you can. I'm not judging. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, whatever they want. I mean, you know, if you can escape from a Siberian pr- prison like that, then all right. Yeah. Okay. Start, I guess you can fighting really... Voldemort and Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you can just kind of yeah, do any of that stuff. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Anyway, we flash forward to the present, uh, where Wesley uh, visits the Russians because Antony just got uh, beat up by Daredevil. Which, <laughs> frankly, yeah, one was eight years ago and it was flashback, but Anatoly's having a bad beginning of the episode. Just gotta say. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, we find out that their front is they own a taxi company to distribute the drugs from Madame Gao. Um, and uh, Fisk is using their troubles with Daredevil to like kind of move in and take over part of their... Um, part of their uh, work, their business. That's yeah, their yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. uh, crimes, their their grifts, their <laughs> grifts. cons. <laughs> I'm, I'm running, running out of thesaurus. words for this. <laughs> the, the worst, the thesaurus, the worst type of dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yep. Um, I do like the quote or the thing that Wesley gives him a hard time about being beat up by a guy in the mask. It's like, if he had an iron suit or a magic hammer, I wish he kind of just went, kept going. A <laughs> physics-defying shield, a giant green fist, or, you know, a bow and arrow. <laughs> I'd understand. <laughs> Uh, two guns. Yeah, <laughs> poor Black Widow. <laughs> two, she's two guns and a couple of sticks. <laughs> she's famous at this point, right? Because she like testified before Congress, so like she's known. Yeah, the timeline's kind of fuzzy because we know okay. this is takes place before Age of Ultron. <clears throat> And after the original Avengers. But we don't know anything oh, that's right. beyond that. But she testifies but after uh, Winter Soldier, right? Oh, I thought Winter that's Soldier. at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, But we don't know how long, right. okay. where it is. That's fair. Okay. All right. Sorry for the tangent. I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Um, yeah, so uh, Vladimir's a little pissed off. And he says Fisk's name. <gasps> yeah. And then Wesley's not happy about that. Oh yeah, you don't break rule number two. Yep. <laughs> rule number two. What's rule number one? <laughs> don't talk about Fight Club. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly it. Okay. Okay. But I thought that was also rule number two. <laughs> I never saw the movie. I don't actually know. Oh really? Yeah, I it's... you know I've 
I think I have seen it, to be fair. Like, yeah. I, I, I've seen enough parts of the movie that I think I have seen the movie in its entirety, but never in one sitting. Yeah, it's a really good movie if you're a teenage boy. And then if you're beyond that, it really doesn't age well. Or you age out of ah. it. Alright, that does explain why my friend, when we were teenagers, was always watching that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I hope <laughs> I hope he's not always watching it now, because I'd be worried. <laughs> I would be too, but you know what? That's what Netflix is for. You can have a bunch of other, other choices there. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh Vladimir and Anatoly decide they're going to go. Uh, talk to a friend who uh, Matt threw off the roof two episodes ago. <laughs> so we know he's not dead. Okay. All right. There's that. No. He, he's in a coma. Um, he's about to be dead. <laughs> be- <laughs> because they decide they're going to wake him up out of a coma by injecting epinephrine into his heart. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I I know what I'm going to say. I don't think this would work in real life. <laughs> Tony, what is what exactly is epinephrine? Like I don't know. It's I just know a that they used it. Hormone. Um, it, I believe, isn't it what they use in um injectors for allergies? Whatever they call those, those big. I don't have allergies. Inhalers? Um, no. The ones you inject in the legs, like if a kid eats a peanut. <laughs> oh, I think you're right. EpiPens. Yeah, that sounds... EpiPens. EpiPen. Epinephrine. EpiPen. Huh. Yeah. Well, it's like, so they, um, they just knew he was allergic to comas? <laughs> he was allergic to comas. No, he wasn't allergic to comas. He was allergic to falling down off of buildings. Ah, <laughs> And the okay, doctors there we don't go. wake him up because they forgot the EpiPens. <laughs> <laughs> so so normally when i see something like this in another movie or show i i think they're usually using like um uh great now i'm now i'm forgetting what it's called like adrenaline. adrenaline like a shot of yeah uh, yeah um i specifically remember that using adrenaline in uh pulp fiction they do that okay but and the yeah. entirety of the movie crank and crank 2 yeah, I never saw those. Oh, okay. You're good. That, you don't you don't I, need to. I, I think it was like as a matter of um of having standards in my life, I'm not gonna watch a movie called Crank. And especially not the sequel. <laughs> well, Although if you sit if down I for the first one. From the, if I remember correctly from the trailer to the sequel, unless I'm thinking about something else, isn't he attached to a car battery and has to electrocute himself to stay up? Tony, I don't think I need to answer that question. <laughs> what I want to tell you instead is the final scene of the first movie. Okay. Where now you see the 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 plot of the the movie was just just getting revenge, oh. trying to try to kill a guy. I I think there was some other stuff too. I don't remember. It's been years since I've seen this movie. Um, but in the end, in order to actually make sure he kills the guy, uh, he ends up falling out of an air, out of a helicopter. I think I think he does kill the the guy. All that stuff. 
And you're like, oh, man, how's he going to get out of this one? And then he hits the ground. And the movie ends. That was movie one. (laughs) There were two. (laughs) And just to confirm, he does not turn into the Incredible Hulk, right? That is correct. He does not. (laughs) Okay. I wasn't sure. Because it happened yeah. to Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Although he went through the concrete. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, opens up whole other questions that we may have covered like a year and a half ago. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, if I remember correctly, at the beginning of the second movie, they actually try to explain it with some sort of stuff, but in the end, they just... Then they just go with it and call it a day. Yeah. Is he like made out of rubber and just bounces? <laughs> no, I think what they end up trying to say is something like, like, oh, because you were able to like last so long with these drugs in your system to keep you going, blah, blah, blah. This other like mob wanted to heal you up and then harvest your organs. But he woke up before they could harvest his organs. So that's why he's alive and attached so to a like- battery right now what they did to Electra in the Electra movie. You died and you came back for so we have a movie now. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> so they turned this guy into Cranked, which I'm assuming is his name in the show. <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> I it, it's either that or Jason Statham. I, I don't know. But yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't remember Jason Statham's name, but yeah, definitely mm, Jason Statham movie. I still mm-hmm. haven't seen oh, yeah. Meg, and I really want to see it. <laughs> His most recent movie. <laughs> I let me know what you think of that movie. I don't know if I care to see it or not, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, they mm-hmm. wake him up. And he gives uh, the location of Claire's house because, as we remember, he was the guy who pretended to be a cop. Or maybe he was actually mm-hmm. a cop. We never established that. That's true. And then know. he dies. <laughs> yeah. And then he dies. And these guys just walk out. You know, no one's coming to check the flatlining person in the room or anything. It's no big deal. Yeah. Well, people die every day. He'll be fine. He's dead. What are they going to do? Yep. Heal him? Um, it's not so like it's a they... hospital. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, stop it. Stop it. Um, they send some do they I think they send some people to Claire's home, right? They don't go themselves. They're not that low level. I don't um, remember. I thought they did go. Like I, I thought that they or at least one of them went because they just wanted to personally make sure that they track this down. I thought it was one of those things, like, like, we, all right, we, this whole daredevil mess is, is like, mess with our business too much. Like, us high level people need to make sure we deal with this issue now. Yeah, but I could be very wrong. Maybe I, I don't remember. But yeah, uh, they go to uh, Claire's house, and Claire isn't there, which we'll find out in Storyline B where she is. Um, but they do find Santino, that kid who found Matt in the dumpster a couple episodes ago. And we find out that Santino is just Claire's worst friend. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? 
I I mean, he was really beaten up. Like, he, this is probably his first time being tortured. Maybe. But why did he stand in the doorway as these obvious people are ransacking her apartment? You look, you run away, and you call Claire. <laughs> you don't just stand yeah, in the there's... doorway. You're right. There, there is that too. Uh, that's not her apartment, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. I thought she was. I thought she was apartment sitting. Like I thought that's what they said she, in the she episode is. where that's we meet. That's Claire. why she's not. She's not there. This is her apartment. He asks her if she has a place to go, and she says, "Yeah, I'm apartment sitting for my friend's cat." And that's why later, like literally right now in storyline B that we're going to talk about, she's at the place with the cat. Oh, okay. So I've had it backwards this entire time. I thought the place where yeah. we first meet her was her her friend's apartment. Okay, that explains things. That also explains why she has a cat. I didn't really think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... um, <laughs> huh, okay. <clears throat> that's a good segue into storyline B, because we actually find out where Claire is, actually way before this. Um, she's patching up Matt. Um... For probably the second or third time. <laughs> uh, Bare minimum, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she has a really good idea. She recommends uh, wearing body armor. And, um... Yeah. And uh, Matt buys her a present. A burner phone. So sweet. Mm-hmm. I thought he said that was his phone. Oh, like, for himself. He bought her... He bought her... He bought himself a burner phone so she can call him. So uh-huh. sweet. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also find out from Matt, who... Do we know why he's messed up this time? Is it because of the fight from last episode, or is he just falling again? <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I don't know. I mean, I don't know how long it's been between this episode and the previous one, but it could be. I mean, Healy last week was really hurting him, so. Yeah. Could just be that. Yeah. Yeah. Or did you see watch that video I sent you the other day? Where we were talking yes, on, I uh, did. Your... Yeah. <laughs> Where he just jumps out the window <laughs> and falls yeah. to presumably his death. <laughs> Um, if I remember, hopefully I'll uh, I'll remember to post a link to that video in our show notes for this episode. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was um, yeah, it was a good good explanation of or a good um, recap cutting of two episodes or two scenes, I guess, of uh, Daredevil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll let we'll let you listen to or to watch that, uh, dear listeners. Mm-hmm. Um. So the uh, in the next scene with her. Oh, actually, we find out that there's no record of Fisk anywhere in <gasps> the the world apparently, which <laughs> totally does not line up with like future episodes. Uh-huh. He is a real person. He's not a ghosty ghost. <laughs> yeah, I so. I, I kind of wonder what he was searching. Like, was he like Fisk? Oh, obviously not any of these people. Let's see. There's only a thousand Fisks in New York City. Let's go through them. Okay, it's it's. There's no way it's any of these people. Moving on. Like, is that what he did? Like, it's like, 
Uh, no one calls him Wilson, so he searched Willie Fisk. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no I, one. I, I there's guess so. William Fisk. There's uh, that's it. There are William Fisks and Willie <laughs> and Wills. <laughs> Not any of these people. And Fisky. Uh huh. Yeah. Frisky Fisky. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we skip forward a little bit and um. Right here, we collide with um, the other storyline. Storyline A is the Russians have found Claire. Um, <gasps> yeah. Uh, as Matt and Foggy are walking, are leaving a, I wrote a jail, which is probably not right. <laughs> Foggy is unhappy with some situation, and Matt gets a call, and decides to like almost Spider Man or Ben Affleck Daredevil up a wall. <laughs> To try to find, to try to get to her apartment. Yeah, well, I mean, desperate times. I mean, I'll, I'll give him that. He uh, he probably went in the closest point. Like he didn't go around blocks. He he just went through <laughs> through buildings, and he went two blocks. Maybe I I don't know how far he went. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, it's really convenient. Well, I say it's really convenient that he was so close, but from what I understand, like Hell's Kitchen is only like eight square blocks or something like that. Hell's Kitchen is not very big. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So if he Which only weird, ever, I... sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So currently, there are like three superheroes living in six square blocks from each other. Yep. Because mm-hmm. Jessica Jones and Daredevil are living there right now. Or Jessica Jones and uh, Luke Cage are living there right now as well. Well, it's a power level thing, right? I mean, you've got the Avengers as a whole have like 30 square blocks. And then in Hell's Kitchen, they have the you've world, got you know, that's plus part of New York. I mean, they <laughs> got to balance yes. out some. Yes, yeah. I agree. Uh, <laughs> It's it's like um, everyone has to get a part of New York, but then they also get other parts if they're big enough. Yeah. Um, I remember reading comics right after Civil War, the first Civil War in the comic books, mm-hmm. where they did the 50... They had a thing called the 50-State Initiative. Each state gets their own team of superheroes. <laughs> um, I realize that's a really good idea because... Almost all the superheroes lived in New York City, and it's just like New York <laughs> City's really safe. The rest of the world, not so much. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's either really safe or really unsafe, depending because it keeps getting attacked. Like the heroes have to live there, I guess. Maybe, or the rest of the country is being attacked, and we don't see it because there are no comic books based in those states. That is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although they moved Iron Man in the movies, so I guess that worked out. Although he doesn't protect true, California yeah. that often. He he really gets things blown up more often than not. <laughs> and then he moves that's to New true. York. <laughs> that's that's true. He realized it'd be safer to live with other heroes. <laughs> yeah. So let's all just move into this building together. <laughs> yeah. Then he can start taunting uh, evil terrorists, or gods, or or that yeah. just build his own enemies. 
you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Whatever happens. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Back to Daredevil. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Claire is put, thrown into a trunk, and um, Matt finds Santino, who was just tortured for being stupid. I mean, for other reasons, but mostly for being <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah. And um, he finds... Uh, Santino remembers the name of the taxi company. I see cars a lot. I see, you know, Sacramento, California, we don't have a lot of um, taxis, but there are a few. I, When I'm not in stressful situations where I remember things better, I could not name one of those taxi companies. <laughs> I do not <laughs> understand how he's remembered that after being tortured, or at least beat up. Yeah, this is also where I learned that in New York, there's more than one taxi company. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Which makes Didn't perfect just sense. just go to New York? <laughs> I mean, not just, yeah. but like a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, two months ago. Um, I didn't know that there were different taxi companies. Well, I ended up in a cab a handful were, of times. You weren't being tortured. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I... It, I yeah, I mean, they were all yellow. Yes. Maybe growing up there, that's a thing you know, right? Like, like you notice it more. It like because one or company just is a bad. Sea of yellow, and you ignore it all, all the time. That's true. So, any New York listeners, let us know. Like, I'm really curious now. Like, do do you notice the different companies, or is it just a sea of yellow? Yeah. Uh, one little cool touch in the um, Into the Spider-Verse movie, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they go through parallel dimensions. In mm-hmm. um, in Miles Morales' New York, all the taxi cabs are lime green instead of yellow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They're also... I like major... it. You need to go see that movie. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'm planning to see it um, hopefully Monday or Tuesday. So, like, three or, weeks before this episode airs. but <laughs> I was going to say, or as our <laughs> listeners listening to this a month ago. <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping to have time Christmas Eve. So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So, the, um, the Russians uh, have Claire in their taxi place. I bet she's going to remember the name of that taxi company. And lodge a <laughs> stern complaint. <laughs> yes, a very strongly worded letter will be sent somewhere. <laughs> yep. Very poor Yelp review, definitely. <laughs> oh, at a minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she might even go a, so, a little yeah. bit, a little bit further, uh, find some people on Fiverr, and have them all spend a half hour giving bad reviews. <laughs> yep. There you go. Mm. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Um, she is a much better friend to Matt than Santino is to her, because she is much more severely injured, and she never gives Matt up, luckily. Oh, yeah. Or Mike, mm-hmm. right? At this point. Um, That's true. She still doesn't know his real name. Yeah. True. Or does she? No, didn't um, she? Or is that at the end of this I episode? I think it's it's the end of this episode. I have that. Note. Okay. Alright. Yeah, it's, it's the end of this episode. Um... And then suddenly, the Russians get thrust into a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) 
the lights go out, and Claire starts laughing maniacally. Because <laughs> um, she knows where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt's dragging people into the darkness and either knocking them out or sucking out their souls, because he might be a monster. <laughs> I mean, he might be. They don't know. <laughs> yeah. I should... I think they do. Never mind. Yeah, they probably know from the the guys at that building in episode two during that hallway fight scene. True. But they did all get knocked out. So, would it even register on those guys that he was tired? That's true. Yeah, probably not. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so this this is an interesting. Hmm? Go. Go ahead. Oh, uh, oh! Uh, so I was gonna say, so one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting about this fight was, you know, how how dark it was, right? Because now he's like, ha! Now they're on his level. Um, but does he know like where the dark is and where the light is? Like, and how does he tell? Is this one of those enhanced senses? Can he feel the light from a light bulb? Is it one of those things, or like? It hmm. could be that. It could be the buzzing of the electricity in the light bulbs. And then you know, like that area is lit up, possibly. Oh, okay, that makes sense. All right, I mean, yeah. Hmm. Or yeah, or he just feels the heat of a sixty kilowatt bulb from sixty feet away. <laughs> and yeah, that makes that makes as much sense as anything. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, uh, yeah, I I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll go with that. Yeah, he he knows there's light or not. Because that, that really seems like to be a big thing in this fight scene. Like, he's always staying in the dark and until he chooses not to be. <laughs> I'm just imagining him, you know, trying to be stealthy, but he's on the wrong side of the van that's lit up in front of all the other guys and he doesn't realize it. It's just like, <laughs> just standing there with his arms out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, he beats all these guys up in the darkness somehow, <laughs> and he uh, grabs the last guy, and Claire knocks him out with a bat. <laughs> um. So, uh, Claire, um, Claire saved, yay, Ooh. and um, Matt, uh, Matt patches her up, which is almost a mirror of the first scene between them in this episode of her patching him up. <laughs> And um, Matt kind of reveals how he's feeling. He feels like he's making the city worse, which, you know, kind of is. And then mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he reveals kind of, yeah. his name to Claire. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> there are more people being beat up by guys in masks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh-huh. that, that. That statistic went up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Claire kind of tells how why she's helping him how she's like he's bringing hope to the people in the city um a a new hope maybe you know uh Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. matt reveals his name as uh luke sky i mean matt murdoch (laughs) does he say murdoch Murdoch. yeah i don't think he gives off a murdoch yeah but i realized the whole last episode i didn't make a star wars reference since i had to fit one in here (laughs) Uh, all right (laughs) I was. I was. I'm laughing. sorry. 
you you missed your streak there. I know. Uh, well, what was that was the no that was the first one of the new year or that will be in our timeline. Um, <laughs> so now I've got to start a new one. I'll do one every one this year, fifty one in a row. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. Good luck. We'll keep a timer or Thanks. a counter. We won't. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we won't. Uh, so does, at this point, does Claire know he's a lawyer? I don't think so. Okay. I, I was just curious, because if she knows his name is Matt and that he's blind, then she could find the blind lawyer named Matt in Hell's Kitchen. But Okay. Honestly, she could still probably just find the blind lawyer named Matt in New York and and only have a handful to choose from. So there's that. So if she, if she really sure. wanted to find him, he, yeah. You know, at this point, she could probably just ask him and he'd probably tell her. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's it with uh, Matt and Claire and the Russians. Are you ready to move on to uh, Frisky Fisky? Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's do this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I didn't mean to keep that going, but I did. <laughs> I don't I'm know why. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we start off with uh, Fisk going back into the museum, or the art store? Is that what you call the place where you sell art? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's an art shop. The art they bodega? <laughs> I I do think it's just called a gallery, but I don't. Do they sell them in a gallery? Uh, well, he buys that painting, and she goes on this thing about other people have offered to like buy all the paintings to go on a date or something like that. Um, yeah. I mean, so, that's a good way to uh, make a Fisk, commission. Yeah. <laughs> Fisk uh, walks back into the um, Art 7-Eleven and <laughs> asks her on a date. <laughs> um, you you really, I mean, you don't get this from the last episode, but this guy, he's really socially awkward. Yeah. Um, so so I, I was going to ask, because um, this is like a really interesting way that Fisk is, is played in this. Like, kind of different, at least from all the other times we've see uh, we see Fisk in in Marvel stuff is is he is he on the spectrum? Like, is that kind of what they're going I, for? I don't know if he's on the spectrum. I feel more that he's in a state of arrested development. Not the show, although that would be um, a good move for them. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where maybe he stopped emotionally developing around the age that he killed his father. Spoilers for this show. <laughs> I realized that after I said that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still okay. there. I mean, he's smart and he's vicious, but he's still very childlike in his emotions. Yeah. So, okay. All right. That works for me. Also, that's what arrested development means. It means you don't like, you, you basically yeah, stop at you're, some you're, point. Yeah. You stop developing emotionally or mentally which you or um it means from a business standpoint if you're building real estate and you run out of money you stop (laughs) building it that's why the the show is a pun 
because the characters oh. are in arrested development, and so is the the business. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. So, um, he asks Vanessa out, and she kind of scolds him for just taking no for an answer. So they go on a date. Um, <laughs> which is weird, I guess, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, like the 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 steps to get to that were odd, but okay, all right. Uh huh. Yeah, so, um, they go on a date, uh, <laughs> pretty much, uh, we get a little more about his arrest development, uh, where he uses, he doesn't know anything about wine, and probably doesn't really care that much about wine, but he has Wesley choose something for him, kind of like, you know, someone's mother picking out something for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go into his motivations, where Wilson is sad about the state of Hell's Kitchen, but he still loves it. He doesn't love it enough to change the name Hell's Kitchen, but that's another thing. <laughs> I mean, historical, right? It's probably well, actually, that name. Hmm? Hell's Kitchen... I need to look it up. Hell's Kitchen is actually called something else now. Yeah, I heard that recently. Is it Was it Chelsea or something? Clinton? Something else. She, she named it Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a place in in Manhattan called Chelsea. There's also a place called there is Clinton. A, yeah. I don't okay. I think it might be one there, of those or part of one of those or I don't know. See. Either way, the name Hell's right. Kitchen is kind of cool. It's sometimes known as Clinton. It's Clinton. Ah, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I Yeah. Um yeah, Hell's I think Kitchen. I learned this. Uh, now I'm looking at the <laughs> map. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen's really small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's still like two million people living there, so it's it balances out. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really small area wise, but once you go vertical, yeah, a lot of people. Oh yeah. That. Anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I learned this from the the PS4 Spider-Man game. I think that's where I heard it. I heard it from something recently. <laughs> that that is where I've now learned most of my geography about New York. I didn't know <laughs> that Harlem was way up north of the island, but now I know it takes up half or like the top quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, yeah. So in the middle of the date, Anatoly comes in to apologize and make a deal. Um, which is a really stupid freaking thing to do, especially when no one's supposed to know who this guy is. Who Fisk Yeah. Yeah, and he's basically in a complete public place. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, I don't think he uh, knew how bad that was going to go for him. No. I don't think anyone knew. I don't <laughs> think any viewer knew before watching this. That's that's true, because uh, I even I forgot too, having seen this this episode. So all of the other people in this restaurant. So I'm I'm assuming you know it's a super nice and fancy place. It's probably like hundreds of dollars for a, a nice meal in total. Yeah. Um, but Anatoly goes in and he's stopped by some guards. Whose guards are they? Fisk's guards? Are they generic guards? 
for the restaurant because it's that nice of a place? Are they do like all of the different people who go there to eat all have their own guards and like they all just kind of teamed up as a just in case thing? The guard vengers. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I would think they are the guards to the restaurant because if you have a, that high class of restaurant, you don't want just anyone without a reservation bursting in like Anatoly did. I feel like if they were Fisk's guards, he would have been mo- removed much more quickly and violently. Yeah, that's what's kind of getting to me. Like, how did he get that far if they were just Fisk's guards? So, so you're probably right. It's probably something else. Yeah. Does Fisk have bodyguards? Because he's pretty self-sufficient physically. <laughs> you're right. I don't know. Because even, like, in the next couple scenes, or next thing we're talking about, in the SUV, you've got Wesley and you've got the driver. But I don't think any guards, unless the driver's a guard, too. You're right. Uh, Fisk was drive- traveling in a different car also, right? So it was, at a minimum, him and another driver. Yeah, I don't think we ever see any other people. I don't yeah. think he does have guards. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to assume that um it's the businesses um security okay that works for me yeah but yeah um so because of anatoly uh vanessa's not sure she wants to see him again and you know what i don't think uh fisky's gonna take this very well um yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he goes and he he meets with um Anatoly. Was Anatoly just in the car waiting for him? Can't remember. Yeah, yeah, he was in the car with uh, Wesley. They were talking. Yeah, yeah. Right, because so, he he get because Wesley yeah. gets the call from Fisk and he says, "Yep, that's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, driver side or uh, behind the driver's seat." Is that what he said? Like he's telling yeah. Fisk where yeah, he was. Or uh, Anatoly is. <laughs> yep. And uh, he takes Anatoly out of the car and. Brutalize him like I've never seen on television before or since, and I'm a fan of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't think I've seen anything like that either on TV. I just last week or within the past two weeks, I've watched uh, the first season of the Mayans, and uh, that gets pretty brutal in the earlier episodes. Yeah. But uh, even that is uh, I don't think as bad as this. Yeah. Um <laughs> in case you haven't watched it, he um <laughs> smashes his head in the car door until his head comes off. Um <laughs> uh, we do get the kind of an important part where Anatoly tries to fight back a little bit and cuts tries to cut him, but he's wearing very thin armor under his suit. Hmm. Which, you know, might be useful for a certain character in the future. The kingpin, Wesley. because he doesn't have bodyguards. <laughs> it's true. He doesn't need one. Because he can kill a man with a car door. <laughs> All he has to do is bring a car door with him. And you know something's going down. <laughs> What's going to happen between him and Captain America? It's Captain America's got a car door, too. At least in the the first <laughs> Avenger. <laughs> You're right. Um, 
I don't know, but either way, they're not going to beat the Hulk because the Hulk just uses cars themselves as the as the punching bag <laughs> or gloves. Boxing gloves. <laughs> gloves. <Yep. laughs> um. So does uh, what's her name? Um, from Thor too, and Thor, Darcy. Sif? Darcy. Darcy. Remember, she just lifts the. Car. Oh no, her <laughs> boyfriend just lifts the car and smashes the Dark Elf. There's a lot of car-related violence in this show, in these movies. Oh, I thought you were going to say because Darcy runs over Thor, like, twice. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Yes, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, um, right in the finale, um, didn't Phil do that to Cal? Just pin him to the wall with a car? You're right. Uh, Cars are are really effective weapons. That's good to know. They are. They really are. Um... I'm talking about the car, the um the car that Wesley and Anatoly were in has a driver. Is the driver just in the driver's seat, just looking like, is he used to this, or is he going, what the hell, or is he just like, damn it, now I gotta get the car cleaned. Probably a little a, a little b, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, my, my assumption is that if you work for the kingpin, you know what's going down. Like you you know some stuff and. Maybe, best case scenario, this person doesn't want anything to do with this, but they're a driver, so they just hope they don't have to clean too much at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know. Just pull out their phone, listen to a podcast, put some headphones in. Yeah. MCU maybe Rewind, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Um, after, you know, Fisk completely dis, uh, decapitates um, Anatoly and traumatizes many viewers who are watching this, like me, a 30-year-old man, <laughs> um, he sends Anatoly's uh, body to Vladimir in the attempts to start a war. Dun-dun-dun! <gasps> Maybe even a <laughs> civil war? Or Infinity War, or a... Those are the two wars we've had. Endgame! Just throwing that out there. (laughs) Anyway. Or um, just a gang war. I mean, that's also possible. Yeah. True. (laughs) Possible. That's that's unlikely. Uh, You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I think we're done... Like Fisk, we're done with the Russians in total. (laughs) They've weaved their way into the first three storylines. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think think that's good. So I'm I'm good. You're you're done with the the episode, right? That's that's you subtly trying to say that we're we're wrapping up. No, we've got one more storyline with Karen. Oh, then I completely those... misunderstood you. Okay, cool. Then yes, yeah, I am no, done with this three... section. I don't have more to say. Those first three storylines all had stuff to do with the Russians. But this last one doesn't. Okay, got it. We've got... uh, We'll go through this relatively quickly because not super much happens with Karen and Ben. But uh, Ben, Yurik, and Karen meet in a coffee shop. Um, And Yurik is not totally down with helping Karen with this stuff. With the um, investigation and whatnot. 
And yeah. Like, Come on, guy. No, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's basically, um, uh, you know, the kind of the the interesting or the the standard dynamic, I guess, between the two, right? Like, she's the the youngin that wants to go all in with this thing, and he's like, "Yeah, that's an easy way to get yourself killed." She was like, "Yeah, but you did that, and I almost got myself killed." So there's there's that back and forth, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's just over it all because he's actually has something to, you know, survive for. You know, his wife, who's <laughs> in, who's still alive, who's who's working or who's trying to survive whatever mystery disease she has. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, if something happens to him, she wouldn't be paid for, right? I mean, the insurance would end up lapsing, I assume, yeah. and then she'd be gone. Yep. Yeah. It sucks uh-huh yeah but yeah yeah so um karen decides to go on her own and do her own investigations and um she is goes to an auction for a union allied equipment and a bunch of other equipment um where she's sitting there and just sketching all the other people and not bidding at all and mm-hmm. yurik pulls a batman and appears right behind her <laughs> And uh, he tells her to bid on something because people are noticing her not bidding. Yeah, are they not um, noticing him bidding. not bidding? Well, no, he's uh, he's not really there. He Batman's in and Batman's out. Ah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the time they look at him, he's already gone. Ah. <laughs> he just sneaks out. There's no, like, kick-ass smoke bomb or something that he uses. <laughs> um no he he's a he's a um christian bear christian bale batman not the animal ah. batman all right yeah. okay so he's, he's that's lamer, cool but he's got a he's got a cool um joker to fight against so i guess oh, yeah, yeah okay who's that <laughs> yeah but he's there um for the same reason that karen is to um like to do his own investigation so she changed his mind a little bit yeah, this is uh, but... this is interesting. Like, this is not something that I would have thought of because, like, she's there to try and get computers off of them. I'm not exactly sure, like, what exactly she was trying to get out of that. I think. Well, she's not. She's not trying to buy anything because she'd be bidding. I th- uh-huh. think it's. Um, she's trying to see who works for Union Allied because Union Allied is trying to get the stuff back. Oh, Maybe. okay. Gotcha. But she worked that for makes Allied. Sense. So she would know who works for them. I don't know why she's there. <laughs> okay. Alright. But she does end okay. up buying $35,000 of office equipment. <laughs> <laughs> did you, wait, did you say 35000 Or 3500 35 I thought they said 35000 That's what I wrote. Oh, I thought she said hundred. Oh god, I hope so because if not, <laughs> she and the office. And stuff, I wrote thousand, but it could be hundred. Because <laughs> like, I'm looking at my nose like Jesus Christ, Karen. <laughs> we, well, we we see like the fax machine at the end of the episode. She spent like ten grand alone on that fax machine. <laughs> yes. 
That's that's how you get <laughs> like, ripped off. I'm going to win this faction. <laughs> you, know, you know how you go on eBay. You look at this thing you want. You think you're going to get it. And then the guy tries to snipe it. And it just keeps going and over and over. And then Bart ends up paying $350 for like a Tamagotchi from 1997. That's cracked in the screen. Because you wanted it as a joke gift for your friend. This this I seems oddly specific, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it pretty much ends with her meeting up with Ben again, and um, Ben going through saying that most of his tipsters' lives have been ruined. But they'll work together in secret, so it won't matter as much if Karen's life is ruined. The, don't <laughs> and don't tipsters usually end up being like secret tipsters or something? Well, yeah, but he goes like in the beginning. He talks about um, I wrote the notes. I skipped over it. Um, yeah, the people he worked with in the past, like, ended up like killing themselves or being driven out of town or his wife ended up marrying him which apparently is the worst thing ever <laughs> yeah but, okay yeah. got it then i i forgot about all that stuff okay cool and then in the end he recommends that she signs the nda that we talked about last episode uh because though she's signing it he's not so I guess <laughs> legally that's a okay. <laughs> yeah, it still feels very gray area. But I guess if she gets away with things and like doesn't get caught, I guess they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Now I'm done with the episode. I sorry. I'm sorry. I got you. Uh, <laughs> I give you a false ending earlier. <laughs> All right. It's Is there it's anything okay. else you want to cover? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, I'm really bad at yeah. subtlety, and I completely forgot about this, the, about the Karen's uh, part of the uh, of the episode, so. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right, everyone, we're going to go ahead and call it now. <clears throat> this has been the uh, Marvel Cinematic Rewind for uh, Daredevil, Episode 4. Uh, please join us next week when we talk about Episode 5, World of Fire. Um until then, uh, please follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And give us five-star ratings, pretty please, on uh, whatever podcast app you use or whatever you use to, to rate podcasts, specific, specifically the rating ones. Um, if you use one to rate podcasts and you use another one to listen, then then do the first one where you're rating it. Um, yeah. uh, or both. That's another also, option. Um... Uh, <laughs> Also, it just occurred to me, this is episode 90. We're 10 weeks away from our 100th episode extravaganza, which we have yet to plan. So if you listeners have any ideas of what you would like to hear for our 100th episode, please uh, hit us up on Twitter, because we actually check that one. Facebook, not so much. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, let us know what you'd like to hear for our 100th episode extravaganza. I will be buying balloons. So, so we've got yeah. that part covered. I... Yeah. <laughs> I will um, at least do one section on Helium if we get five people to respond to us on Twitter. Oh, that sounds great. Okay, I'm in too. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, All five right. of you to respond to us on Twitter. 
for ideas, I will do at least one section of the podcast on helium and maybe pass out depending on how long that section is. <laughs> Family members do not so, count. Uh, <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been the Marvel Cinematic Rewind. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. Will it wash out in the water or is it always in the blood? of my father am I destined to become will I dim the lights inside me just to satisfy someone will I let this woman kill me or do away with jealous love will it wash out in the water